0: Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am your host, Ryan Burklow. With me as always is Alexander Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, a concept. It's a word that we like to use on this episode, but we're we're going to talk about producer versus consumer and specifically the the differences and how our mindset affects a lot of things with our finances. You know, I'm my car drive in and uh you know I, I tend to listen to different podcasts and the the podcast was talking about producer versus consumer. Um and you know, Alex and I in our, our twisted ways will hear a topic and we will twist it into financials, right? And what hit me this morning was most of us or most of Americans, I'll put it that way, right? The reason that they don't have a lot of money saved up is they are more of a consumer than a producer.
1: Yeah. Most people don't think about it in terms of uh, a producer. They think about it in terms of like income and things of that nature. Um, And and really it's like, let's go back and define what these things are in terms of like the producer mindset versus the consumer mindset. Once we once we have those two concepts defined, then we can talk a little bit about the, the the difference between them, and then how to start switching our mindset, or how to be at least aware of or cognizant of like w- which mindset we have.
0: Yeah. So you know, producer mindset. This is someone that is thinking and bringing value to the world. Right. It, it, in my opinion, I think it's that simple. Right. They're constantly trying to bring value. This might be, this might be. You might be the person where people go to uh, to get introductions to a professional. Right. Like you might be a very good networker and have a good network, and you like to help people build whatever they're trying to build. You might be. You know, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of ways, obviously, to bring value in this world, and that value that you bring, that's normally what's bringing in some sort of income to you.
1: Yeah, you might be the person in the office who everyone goes to because they know if they ask you, you'll be able to, to direct them in the right way to go ahead and accomplish whatever it is that you're working on or will work alongside you to problem solve it or, or figure out, okay, how do we solve this? You might also just be really good at cranking out whatever it is that you do, you know, widgets or web pages or code or helping patients with their health or whatever the situation is now it's it's really just a matter of like okay identify what you're good at and how can you create the most value
0: and then there's a consumer side of things right like which all of us are consumers right we we buy stuff such as food right and such as housing that that's the concern there's also such as buying stuff it's also what are we reading? What are we listening to? Right? Am I, you know, I told you about the podcast I listen to. What are we watching? Right? Like, What are we doing with our time? And so now we have those two definitions of producer versus consumer. Here's the thing that really I started thinking about more and more was, okay, someone that is consuming too much, right? Either it's, it might be spending the money, like buying something, or it might be, you know, maybe you're binging Netflix, maybe you're reading a book, maybe you're watching the news, right? Those are all consuming activities.
1: None of which are bad in and of themselves, but the second that you do it to excess or start ruminating on those things, then it becomes an issue.
0: So how much are you consuming versus producing? right? So uh, that producer mindset, like you're going to be both, but if you can produce more than you consume, that's how you'll be at least financially more successful. And all of us, like I was thinking about this, you know, I was walking around my house and I started noticing things that my family and I have purchased. And I'm like, why the hell did I buy that? I didn't even do anything with it. Right. Or you know, the other day, I, you know, Dine and I are in this kick on watching Survivor, right? So literally one Saturday, we started watching. Like, I, I forget what season it was, but we literally watched two full seasons of Survivor on a Saturday, right? And not that that's bad, nor good, but you know, if if I was sitting around complaining about the income I was making, or complaining about you know not having any money, or complaining about not having the free time that I want. Or complaining about how you know stressed I am or whatever it is, well, maybe I should change what I'm doing. What actions am I doing, right? Because typically, the people that are bringing a ton of value, they tend to be more happier as well.
1: Yeah, when like we all, you and I just went through a season where we did. Significantly more work than we normally do, where we were putting in two, three, five, ten times as much work on a, a given day or a given week uh, as as normal. Uh, not to say that we don't work hard normally, but like we did tremendous amount of, of volume and added a tremendous amount of value to to our clientele over the last couple weeks here, a couple months. But at the same time we now need some downtime to be able to decompress and de-stress and make sure that we're doing the things that, that allow us to get back to equilibrium and get back to being able to add value so that we haven't just depleted ourselves um, from a mental capacity standpoint. So consuming isn't necessarily bad. It's, it's how are we going about doing it and making sure that we get back to equilibrium instead of going into excess.
0: Yeah, and I, want to, I want to state one more thing here because I, I uh, even myself, I'm listening to us and it sounds like we're talking about you know, making sure you're working hard, right? To make sure it's always about working hard. We're talking about the value you bring, right? You could go create a class, put it online, and now that class brings a ton of value and you sell that class and it brings in a passive income stream for you. Think about that value that you just created over and over and it's, and it's reaching a ton of people, you're getting an income for it. And guess what? If you don't have to, like that class is out there, you've already done the work. So go be a consumer.
1: Well, even that Ryan, you're still talking about an income. It could be something where like, you know, for someone who is, who's a stay at home mom or a stay at home dad, the value that you might bring is adding tremendous value to your family. You know, taking care of the kids, making sure that the house is taken care of, making sure that the bills are taken care of, doing all of the other things that allow your spouse, your partner, whomever, to be able to go do the things that they need to do, um, and and it could be being a community leader, it could be volunteering, it could be adding value through things that are non-income related. This does like you and I have a tendency of bringing it back to income because that's our world. At the same time, you can add value through the gift of time, through donations, value to to the the community or the family, not just your pocketbook. No,
0: you nailed it. And thank you for bringing that up because I can hear like, you know, Diane's going to listen to this and like, <laughs> I'm going to have to sleep with one eye open tonight, but like you nailed it on the head. It's, it's, it's where are you spending your time and, and right? And Adding that value in some way, shape, or form is normally the best actions that we can take.
1: Can I just take a minute to give a shout out to Diane because she gave so much value to you and I and all of our clients over the last couple months. Thank you, Diane. You are a rock star. Yeah, I don't think she listens to our podcast, but we'll, we'll see.
0: <laughs> I asked her one time, she goes, I get to hear you all the time. I don't need to hear you in my free time and you're not here. Uh, that's funny. So let's let's go to the the three takeaways here, right? So th- three things to really consider via this conversation. Hopefully, th- this conversation is hitting you over the head where you're thinking, okay, like, am I more of the consumer or am I more of the producer, and having you think differently, right? So step one is okay, really understanding what what value you are bringing. And this might be at work. This might be at home. This might be from a, from a you know, charity. Like what, it what is it you want to be doing? And are you doing it right? Right. Like how important is it to you? If you're not doing it, then question, okay. Is it important enough for you to be doing? And maybe we're just being lazy. I'm not trying to be rude, but that's just a fact, right? I I do it too. We're all lazy in some way capacity. Sometimes I need someone to call me out on it. Right. So understanding, is it important enough for you to be doing? If it is, go start doing it and take the baby step. Like you might be questioning, well, I don't know how, okay. Whatever it is you're trying to do, go take one baby step towards it. It doesn't have to be done in a day, which is my biggest downfall because I don't have patience.
1: Yeah. One, like the other thing is, is that if you find that you're not adding value then maybe spend a little bit of time thinking about, okay. What can I do differently, or how can I change it, so that I can add the value that that I see myself being able to bring, or that I can can bring to my family, the community, the company, like my patients, my practice, wh- whatever it is. Like, okay, w- what is the value that we're going to bring to the world, and how do we b- go about best doing that?
0: And then step number two around this, right? So when you're purchasing something. You know really think about okay is this purchase really needed right like in my instance i used to buy the iphone every year it came out like i was upgrading every single year and diane made fun of me and always mocked me about it my, my family mocked me about it and they're like why do you even care about the iphone that much because you're not even a tech guru you actually suck at technology and they're 100 percent right, I do. And for whatever reason me watching those Apple like like the launch of the Apple thing it just got me excited and I thought it was a new technology, and I'll go get it. Well, I mean, most of the time the new technology in my life doesn't actually do anything for me. So I no longer do that, but it took me a while to realize that because the emotional side of me wanted to buy the new technology. tech guy like it, it's ridiculous I'm, I'm thinking about it looking <laughs> backwards now. Right. But really think about that. And it's not to say that you shouldn't buy something frivolously, right? I mean, I'm a large purchase frivolously, but you get where I'm
1: going now, right? Absolutely. We all have those things that that we, <laughs> that we buy where we're just like, but why did I do that? Like, what, what value did that bring to me or anybody else for that matter?
0: And then step number three, and this might be step number one, frankly. But what what is it? You know, if you have a family, what are those family values, right? And if you don't have a
1: family, what are your values? We did an entire podcast on this type of concept, um, so go back and listen to that. But it's really talking about making sure that our spending is aligned with our values. So, like that, when we talk about budgeting, it's really are we spending on things that we care about, that we're passionate about? And if the answer is no, we should think long and hard about those purchases just to figure out like, okay, if it's not aligned with our values, if it's not bringing value to us, why are we doing it?
0: Absolutely. We hope you receive value out of today's episode. If you have any questions or if you have a topic that you would like for us to speak about on the podcast, make sure you head to holistic-finance.com. And at the bottom of that page, there's a way for you to engage with us there. If you're active on social media, you can find our Facebook page at holisticfinanceqfp. We tend to be active there. And as always, we hope that you have a good rest of your day and make it a great day.
2: This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California. 91711. Telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities. Member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America. Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Berglow AR Insurance License number 15319412 CA Insurance License number 0k24924 Alexander Collins AR Insurance License number 7264699 CA insurance license number 0H24806 Pinpoint number 2021129747 expiration November 2023